Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Can't Stop Talking podcast. I have a really special guest for you guys today, and we're all going to geek out over this episode because I'm obsessed with manifestation, and I brought in a money manifestation expert. Maggie, would you please introduce yourself to my audience? Hi, everyone, and thanks so much for having me on, Sam. I'm so happy to be here. I'm Maggie. I coined myself as a manifest action mentor, and that means I'm a manifestation coach. I love supporting women in all aspects of their life, but I really play around with the energy and frequency of money. And yeah, just so excited for this conversation. Oh my gosh, I love it. I just love everything manifestation. So I'm just so happy to have you. So take us back. How did you get into this, you know, job? Ooh, it's been a journey. I've been consciously manifesting for the last 10 years, but it dates back even further than that because I was a young child with a mom who loved inspirational quotes. <laughs> so she decorated my bedroom with all of these quotes like, life isn't about finding yourself, life is about creating yourself. And I realized I was manifesting before I even knew what it was. Then when I was 15 years old, I actually learned about like the term manifestation, law of attraction, energy and frequency, and I've been practicing and embodying it my entire life. And it just kind of organically happened. I stepped into the role of a teacher and then a coach and mentor. Wow. And what was the first time? I love that you said you kind of consciously started doing it 10 years ago. Cause I always say I started about 10 years ago before it was like a buzzword. And so at the time people were like, Sam, what the hell are you talking about? And now luckily TikTok has brought it to like the mainstream. So it's, I don't have to like constantly explain what it is, but that's amazing. So how did you get into it consciously 10 years ago? Ooh, I was that little kid who was obsessed with YouTube and specifically watching like lifestyle YouTube and makeup videos. And I would just go on every day and be like, that's what life gets to be like, right? Because um, I'm from a small town in New Jersey and me seeing that other people were living like that in different parts of the world really expanded my mind. Then I remember when I was catching up with my favorite OG YouTubers, there was one of those recommended videos that popped up by Project Life Mastery. And it was a video all about like energy and frequency and how everything has a vibration and how we are magnets for everything we want. And I was 15 years old when I saw that video. And it just it just, everything clicked for me. I felt like for a lot of my life, I'd been looking for answers and I was very like curious, exploring the spiritual realm and just like creating my own life. But now I actually had a name and a practice for it. So it was that suggested YouTube video that got me on this new trajectory. That I am, I have chills because I'm a YouTube girl and I was grown up on YouTube watching these people make millions of dollars from these videos. And that's what really changed my mind that I was like, there's so much we could be doing and it's so easy to make money. And that's kind of how it got started. I would go home after my nine to five and watch like how to make money, but it started with the YouTube beauty videos, which is insane. I love that. I love that we're all connected. This is amazing. So how did you kind of, you got, I'm guessing really good at it. And then what part of you was like, oh, I can turn this into a job. Well, I've dabbled with entrepreneurship throughout my life. My first business was like a baking business when I was 
I think I was 15. And oh my God. Yeah. Like I, I kind of, that was when it clicked, like I can make money doing things I love. So over the years I've dabbled, I, I did baking. I, I worked in sales for an environmental nonprofit when I was in high school. In college, I had a jewelry business. I opened a doggy daycare. I kind of just followed my passions. And that built me into seven sustainable income streams. So on top of my previous day job, which I'm no longer in, I'm a full-time entrepreneur, but it happened super organically. And I would actually like bring it down to even the last year of my life. So I moved to Singapore um, a year and a half ago, February of 2022. And um, I had a few attempts actually at being a content creator throughout college, but it never stuck. I don't think I was in the right mental space, the right environment. But when I was in Singapore, I was really able to bloom. It actually makes me think of a quote, like if a flower isn't blooming, you don't blame the flower, you blame the environment and you bring them somewhere they, they can thrive. Yes. And I found that Singapore or just getting out of that space I was in previously, like I was doing okay, but I was really able to bloom into myself when I moved. It's something about the sunshine and tropical vibes, living on an island that was really good for me. Wow. And I always practice and preach like I preach what I practice what I preach inspired action so I listen to whatever downloads whatever soul nudges I get and one day when I was in Singapore I decided to start a TikTok and I had never had the app before um, and I, I wanted to start posting these food TikToks not knowing where they would go and this is actually the funniest story of like leading me to be a manifestation coach now so I started posting these videos of what I ate every single day. The tagline was what I ate today as an American living in Singapore. And then I became a full-blown food influencer. I was invited to luxury restaurants, restaurant openings. People were sending me food, like the craziest shifts happened. Oh my God. And around the same time, I also started an ASMR YouTube channel. I so I was like, I had my nine to five job. I got a promotion to relocate, um, which is something I manifested too. And that became a big part of my story later. So I was like already making this content. I started getting a following. And then I was like, I'm just going to be authentically me. I started shifting my content to manifestation and money topics, money manifestation, teaching people how to manifest. And from there, it just grew into this business, which I officially started three months ago. I had no idea. This is insane. Oh my gosh. I love this. So crazy. And what a whirlwind. And so Wow. I'm like shook right now. This is unbelievable. So what were the kind of manifestation steps? I bet you're kind of like me where you've been honing your skills for a while. What were the steps that you took to get you here? And it sounds like it was a lot of like inspired action and just not knowing what the end result would be, but it worked out perfectly. Yes. Well, I, I feel like the, the further I get into my manifestation journey and the more I learn, I'm just validating the previous steps I already yes. took. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So one of the things I learned when I, I'm still like surface level into human design, but something I learned is I'm a specific manifester, meaning mm. I need to cast the vision of exactly what I want down to the numbers. 
And that's versus like a general manifester who manifests based on feelings and they can actually get overwhelmed by the specifics. But mm. now I know I am a specific manifester in my energy design. And that's something I've always, always been doing. So I've had the same variation of manif of a manifestation ritual for like the last somewhere between six to eight years. Wow. And I kind of just fine tune it for whatever I'm going through at the, at the time. So um, I'm very into gratitude, manifesting from a place of being grateful for what I already have, but knowing that life gets to be so much better and I get to create my own life. So maybe I can give an example of like how I manifested my move to Singapore. And I kind of follow this approach for everything else that I do. Oh my gosh, I would love that. Right. <laughs> So, um, you know, throughout college, actually, I had, I had felt like I wanted to live abroad. I just didn't know how to make it happen. Mm. Um, I was looking at these digital nomads and expats, um, but I thought people had to be further down in their career. It was a lot of my own limiting beliefs. So first, I brought awareness to that limiting belief that I had of who said I can't do it at this age. I was in my early 20s. Um, so I was like, I don't need to pay attention to the stories or limiting beliefs of others. What others are telling me is and isn't possible. I'm going to make it happen. So I, I kind of declared that for myself that I can have this. And anyone listening, you can have whatever you want. You have to declare it and ask for it. And then you will start to embody and make the shifts of that person who has it. So I became absolutely delusional in my day-to-day -day life. And I convinced myself that I was moving to Singapore before I even had the proof. <laughs> I set the Singapore skyline as my desktop background. I love vision boards. So every time I opened my laptop, I saw Singapore. I was watching YouTube videos of expats living there and like literally looking at their daily vlogs of that's what life is like there. And I started shopping for condos before I even knew I was moving. I was like, this is where I'm going to live. And two months later, I received a promotion to go to move there. So it just, I don't know. I, I always say like, you need to take the inspired actions to make it happen. You're going to shift yeah. your energy and all of your actions, and then it's going to follow. Were you just completely jaw on the floor when you well, found out? I I was so happy that it happened faster than I thought it would. Mm -hmm. um, but I knew it was going to happen. Like I just trusted in the process so much. Yeah. And I don't know. I just, I love letting life unfold. Like knowing that I'm going in the right direction and it's going to happen. I just have to be consistent in like my own beliefs. Yeah. And I think that I always talk about this. People always feel like, oh, I'm doing, it's not working. And what I find a lot of the time that they say it's not working is they aren't going to the mental gym. So I always say like, you can't go to the gym for three days and then be like, it's not working. I didn't lose 10 pounds. Same thing with manifestation. You have to stay consistent with it. Have you found the same thing with your clients or your audience even? Absolutely. And I love using the gym example too. Like when people make their new year's resolution and they say, I'm going to go to the gym five times a week, this entire year. And then they fall off. It's yeah. because straight into action without having the mindset to support it. 
So I think it's like this game between your mindset and then actually taking the steps in your 3D reality to make it happen. Yes. And do you have a daily manifestation routine or how do you go about manifesting? Um, every morning I wake up and in like, as, as you start to practice manifestation, you get better at this, but you kind of know when you're in the theta brain wavelengths, like right when you're waking up or right as you fall asleep. And I love using that time to just like really visualize what I want long-term and how I want my day to go. And yes. I also love my gratitude journal early in the morning. I, I, my thing is have an attitude of gratitude every single day. So I wake up feeling grateful. And throughout the day, I love, like, I, I play around with different things. Um, I try to journal every day, but if I can only do my three things that I'm grateful for, that's okay. Um, I love casting a vision. And I think it's more like, I go through my day daydreaming, thinking about yeah. manifesting. And then every single night, I actually listen to an eight hour sleep hypnosis. Um, so I'm, I'm programming my subconscious mind for whatever I'm manifesting. Lately, actually the last like few years, there's one I really loved. Um, it's an overnight abundance meditation, like large sums of money come to me and I get to help so many people and be generous and I listen to it when I sleep and it just really reprograms my mind. So I manifest consciously and subconsciously, but I know even when I'm not actually practicing, I'm manifesting in the background 24 seven. Yes. So are you a big um, affirmations girl or is it really just like visualization? And I love the reprogramming your mind while you're falling asleep, killing two birds with one stone. That's like my whole thing. But yeah, are, do you have other uh, modalities you use or is it really just those? Um, my biggest thing is like visualization, yeah. um, I have vision boards everywhere. It's on my phone, on my computer, um, back in Singapore, it was just across my home office. Like I love feeling inspired. Um, and part of that is like, I like reading affirmations. So when I set my desktop background, I'll also have those inspirational quotes or how I want to feel. My favorite affirmation is I am paid to exist. Yes. And I genuinely believe that. A thousand percent. And so how I actually found you is you were in a group with me and you wrote in that you went on vacation and you manifested $10,000. Can you tell us about that? Cause that inspired me so much. I was like, I need to have this girl on the podcast immediately. Ooh, yes. I love that you brought this up. Cause I also have a really like fun and cute update from that. Yes. Um, so for, that was my first 10 K week in my coaching business. And I'll like talk a bit about like leading up to that and like exactly what I was feeling, but just like to quickly get to a, a meaty good part of the story is um, after that week, I wrote in my journal, wouldn't it be cute if I had a 10K day? And then the last day of the month, I had it. I had a 10K cash day. So the first week was a 10K cash week. The last day of the month was a 10K cash day. And that's what I say. Like, we just have to ask and like, let it, let it happen. Let it unfold. I love that so much. So I know a lot of my followers are traveling. I'm going to Ibiza literally next week. Yes. And I would love your tips for traveling and making money. Cause I think people get so in their head. I've been there before where you feel like you just need to be, we're 
programmed in society that we have to work so hard to make this money and that we can't be paid to just exist. Yeah. Well, I think it's like really just your energy and how you, how, like what you believe is possible. If you tell yourself like traveling will put your business on pause, then it will. So I think it starts with a belief system. When I, I, right now I've been in the U S for, um, five weeks and I'm going to be here for between seven and eight, but I originally thought I was going to be here for three weeks and then go back to Singapore and like hustle on my business. Um, but then I realized like, I, I will, I, I have programmed my mind to believe that the happier and healthier I am, the more my business will thrive, the more I can support my clients. And that's exactly what happened. But I'll also say there was the inspired action component of leading up to this trip. I also like, I took massive amounts of action the last couple of months that have compounded up until now. So just like really overcoming those limiting beliefs I had about hey, just because I travel doesn't mean my business has to pause. And I actually found examples of people who were running their business while traveling. And that showed me it's possible for me too, even though I had no proof for myself, it was my first time doing it. And yeah, I just like really had that faith and that consistency. Um, A few like strategic things I did to make it easier for me was I automated my social media. So even when I was on a 16 hour flight and I was a bridesmaid in a wedding and I couldn't really be on my phone, I was still able to make sales. So I just let myself make it easy. Yes. I love that so much. And do you have anything in place really for like passive income while you're doing that? Or is it just people DMing you? I want to work with you. At the time, it was um, all private coaching people in my DMs. Love that. Um, I'm building out my product suite now. So I have like my membership launching and I have other things coming out. But I think that was just such a foundational part of my business. Um, Figuring out what I wanted to do. Even those first three months, I was only a money coach, only a money manifestation coach. And now I'm a manifestation coach. So I'm like letting it grow with me. I love that so much. And I've like, that is the fastest I've heard someone really take off with their business. And so do you have tips for how you really turned your business into something from nothing to something in three months? That's insane. Well, I think like, it's easy to look at, oh, I just officially started it three months ago. Um, But I have been showing up online for consistently for at least a year before then. So a lot of my audience had been following me since I was a food influencer, which is, I I adore that. Like, I love the community aspect and people like were already there kind of just waiting for me to create that offer. And what's even funnier um, about this story is I was, I have a, Um, a weekly meeting with my manifestation group. I started that back in November of last year. And then the last week of January, whatever the last day of January was, I met with them and I was like, hey, I don't think a nine to five is for me. Like I just, there's so much more like I want to do. And the next day I was laid off. No, yep, 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 yep. I know the exact feeling. (laughs) Yeah. Were you shut? I remember when I got furloughed, I was like, I manifested this. I was so excited. Yeah. 
totally manifested it. Um, it was just such a wild story. I mean, I, I knew it was coming because like, of course, like I spoke it into the universe and like, it was actually the most aligned path for me. It was redirection. It was that push I needed to go and start my own business, which, hey, like I, I've been wanting it for months and months and months. And then I said it and then it happened. So the thing is, I, at that time, I still didn't realize I was going to start a coaching business. I was like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I want to help people, but what do I do? Yeah. And then I took a solo trip to Bintan, Indonesia. That was my first like solo trip in, in Asia. And I just meditated a lot. And then everything came to me. I, it was actually supposed to be like a trip where I was going to take a break before I thought I would have to start applying for jobs just because it didn't super click like I manifested this and I have to go for it it took me a few days to process but then I actually I'm such a massage spa girl so yeah. I was listening to life purpose meditations while I was at the spa um day and night which I know is also unhealthy like you're not supposed to get two massages a day but I did it and it gave me so much clarity and so soon after that, I, so it was that week where I was like, okay, I'm not going to apply for jobs. I'm going to, and I saw the vision. I saw myself um, having a coaching business and a spiritual apparel line, which I also launched. And then I got, I know it's, it's affirmations, amazing. like those like amazing affirmations that we all love where we get to wear them and feel high vibe. Um, yeah. it's just so my jam. And Soon after that, so I took one week off and then I immediately jumped into a coaching certification that I started in March and I signed my first client by April and it's just gone from there. Um, I don't know if that answered your original question. Was it how I got started? Yeah, oh, and you did it so fast. That was perfect. There was one other thing that happened in November that I think also helped skyrocket my business beyond that visibility that I had as a food influencer. Um, when I started playing around showing up more online, not just what I ate, but my love for manifestation, teaching people about money, I also posted some what I spend in a day videos. Yes. And I like, I love watching that kind of content. So I was just creating the content that I also like consuming. And I didn't know they were going to go viral in Singapore. Um, and a gossip column wrote about me in November. And I received thousands of haters, actually, across multiple different platforms. But there was beauty in that because it also helped me reach like an audience who's interested in that content, that you can manifest your dream life. You can have whatever freedom or luxury you want. So I think having that component also helped because my, like the people who just entered my world went from like a few thousand to actually like I've received probably hundreds of thousands of hate comments or that's what it felt like. Actually, people yeah. in my life stopped letting me read the comments, which was good. I good. have not been on there, but um, I did see my, like my following go up a lot and specifically people found me from that thing that happened in November and some of them are current clients. So everything happens for a reason, even if it looks bad in the moment, it's, it can be for your greater good. You just have to let it. 
Yes. And I stalked your TikTok and I loved those videos. And I always just think about if you had given up from that, if you were like, I got all these hate comments, you wouldn't be helping the people who are now your clients. So that's such a beautiful thing. Even though in the moment you're like my world crumbling, it's all happening for a reason. So I absolutely love that. That is insane. I also love how you just really talk about making it so easy. I'm all about ease. My clients know, but it sounds like you're like, I just liked watching these videos. So I'm going to make these videos. And I feel like so many times as business owners, we get in the mindset of what will get us clients instead of what lights me up. What do I like to do? How have you used this in your business? Um, That's really, I feel like that's one of the reasons that you've been growing so fast. Oh yeah. I totally don't give my power away to external factors. I look and see what other people are doing. I don't ask people for what they want me to create. I don't ask people what topics they're interested in. I create from a place of this is what I love and this is what I want to share and teach. And I think by just being authentic to myself, I attract those people who are interested rather than me shaping myself for other people because that feels kind of inauthentic to me. Absolutely. And as you can see, it's working so well. And I think a lot of the times I always say to my clients, I cannot override your intuition, listen to your gut, listen to your intuition, because you know best. And what happens is when we don't, we go down the wrong path. And then, you know, this, the cool manifestation that real went viral, that stuff doesn't happen anymore because you're just not listening to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone listening needs to know they have the power to make their own decisions and shape their reality. You can have someone who can help you get on the right path and someone that you can be super inspired by. But at the end of the day, you have ownership and autonomy over the life that you're creating. So always trust yourself because you do have the answers. I love that so much. Um, So I only have a couple more questions. One of my questions is, do you feel like you have an area that it's harder for you to manifest in? Hmm. Um, I think there's an area I'm learning and that is more with like just physical health. Um, And that's like the area in my, like, that's the area in my life where I'm just honestly like such a newbie. (laughs) Like I'm doing my best. Um, the areas of my life I feel really good in are finances and money, um, family, friends, and love, um, my hobbies and my passions. Like, I feel like my cups are filled there and I know how to teach on them really well. Then when it comes to health, this is where I have my own health and nutrition coach because I'm learning. Um, I am pretty active. I try to work out. I've been looking for workout classes that I enjoy, but I just know that that's an area of my life that I can manifest even more like health, wellness, nutrition, abundance in that entire aspect. So that's like a big focus for me this year, something that I'm very consciously trying to manifest the best version of myself in. I love asking that because I feel like I have things that I'm just like so good at manifesting. And then there's other things that, you know, I, like you said, still learning and becoming that person. And I think it makes us human as well. I love that. What are your favorite things that you've ever manifested? Um, I say like at the top of it is always going to be the people in my life. I am fully surrounded by what I lovingly call my, my abundance team or my A team. 
And I struggled with that for a lot of my life. Um, I didn't have the right people in my life for many, many years, um, finding like-minded people, really solid friendships, people who supported me. I've been through a bunch of toxic relationships. Now I'm with my soulmate. Um, like we're, we're married now, which is like so crazy. Like I can't even, I think back to where I was with relationships in the past. And like, I love like the relationship I'm in right now. And I just, yeah, I have to put people at the top of like who and what I've manifested because now I'm able to surround myself with a full like support system of people who just are there for my journey. No jealousy, no evil eye, nothing toxic. And we also are who we surround ourselves with. So I want to be surrounded with my expanders and people who help me see the world differently and who just like support me all around. So I'd say people will always be like at the top of, I'm so happy I manifested people into my life and more are coming. So happy I met you. Um, I, I just, I love that. Like the human connection is so important to me. And then I've manifested like other just goals and achievements that are just part of like my journey, my human experience, like financial freedom, moving across the world, like being able to work for myself and do something I love. Like these are things that I wanted years ago and now mm. I have it. And now I'm just looking to the future of, you oh know, my God. it's just, it's the journey. I absolutely, it, it is the journey because I feel like so many of the times I'm manifesting something and I get it. And I've already felt as if I was that person before I got it. So it's kind of sad. Sometimes I get it and I'm like, nothing changed because I literally already felt as if I was that person. So like, I'll be manifesting a launch. I'll get all the women in and I'll be like, I already felt like I was this person. It's the weirdest, craziest feeling, but that's how you do it, I guess. Um, my, okay. So I love this. Um, I'm currently on my manifesting love journey. How did that process go for you? Ooh, well, I had to be extremely radically self-honest with myself, with the standards that I had accepted in the past in wow. order to let like this love come into my life. And honestly, I was in like a long-term, not great relationship where I was settling and met. And before that, there were many others where it just didn't feel aligned. Like we can say that every significant other we meet, every person that comes into our lives, like they can teach us a lesson, right? But, you know, there's the aspect of settling. Like if I stayed with that person I was in a long-term relationship with, I just would have probably settled for the rest of my life out of comfort. And I was like, I want something more than this. I, I don't want to just be comfortable or be here because we've been together for so long. And I did something scary and I broke up with him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so proud of you. After three years. And it was like, actually, there were so many, so many things that led up to it. Like the universe was telling me to break up with him. Cause if I believe the universe puts us in uncomfortable positions or forces us out of our comfort zone in order to do something else, like there's something else more aligned for us. So I just had to listen to the universe and I said, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. And then I met my husband. Um, I was traveling to the Philippines for the first time with my 
brother and that's where our parents are from but it was our first time visiting the Philippines and we were bar hopping in downtown Manila me and my little brother and walked into a karaoke bar and my husband was on the stage singing um he was just this guy at the time random guy singing um Coldplay uh Yellow Play sorry Yellow by Coldplay yes I was just like I'm in love with him um but I didn't know what it was going to turn into because he was across the world and then I just like honestly followed like my intuition and my gut and we started three months later we were in a long distance relationship flying back and forth and now we are married and living together in Singapore and it's all because I let the universe let it unfold for me oh my god was it love at first sight yeah it was like one of those crazy like he saw me in the crowd moments and we were staring at each other and he came down after his after he sang and we had a drink and it was just nice like it was and then we stayed in contact, like, and, but that, that's the thing. It was love at first sight, but I didn't let myself believe it at the time because how could it work out with the circumstances? Like yeah. 8,500 miles away, a 12 hour time difference. And I was living in New York city at the time. And I was like, are there really no other guys in New York city for me? Like, does it have to be him? And it, it is, and it was like, it was, and it is, and it worked out, but it's because I had to take the courage of, to be like, I know what I deserve. And even if it feels scary, I'm just going to do it. Oh my God. I love that. That's what I mean. But I need to be like hit over the head and it needs to be love at first sight. I love that so much. So my last question, I've had so much fun with you today. I could literally talk to you for hours is what are your best manifestation tips? I know everyone's wondering, um, because I feel like you've really manifested your dream life. Ooh, I think every, well, man, like everyone's manifestation techniques will be very, very personal to them. I'd say if you realize that you're a certain learner, try to manifest in those techniques. So if you're an auditory learner, then try to record yourself talking about your manifestations or listening to some nice audios on YouTube so you can manifest through audio. It's, I think it's very powerful when you use your own voice, um, but just find what works for you. If you are a visual learner, if you're someone who loves like looking at notes, like as you study, if that was the kind of student you were, and that's the kind of one I was too, which is why I love vision boards. I love creating my own visuals every single quarter. Try doing that and just like really daydream and imagine your dream life, like visualize it. If you were a kinesthetic learner, if you're someone who's learned by doing, then really let yourself sit in the feelings and manifest that way. And I think for the beginner, actually, I I was going to say for the beginner manifester, but no, anyone, like if you have a certain learning style, it probably correlates to your manifestation style. And we're all going to be different. We're all going to test different types of manifestation techniques. You'll find so many different ones try them all and see what resonates with you. Like I remember years ago, I was as, I was as into like, have you heard of the two cup method? Oh, like drinking the water. Yeah. Where you like have your desired reality in one cup. And then you have like two notes of like your desired, no, your current reality versus your desired reality. And you would like pour the water into your desired reality and drink it. Um, I've tried everything. I've tried yes. every station technique and I did that one for like 
um, a solid year. That was my favorite technique all through my maybe sophomore year of college. And I've just kind of evolved. And now I just, I don't manifest so consciously. I, I just let it happen. But I know at the beginning, you have to really see and test the different techniques and what works for you and then run with it. Let yourself have fun. It, it shouldn't feel hard. I love that so much. I always say if there is like a manifestation teacher saying like this one technique run because everyone's different. It's just like um, a personal trainer saying this one exercise, like it really is that type of thing. You have to find what you love. So I love that so much. I have loved having you. Please tell my audience ways to find you, um, ways to work with you because you are incredible. And I really loved having you today. This was the most fun podcast episode ever. I absolutely loved being on here. Thank you for inviting me on. The best way for anyone listening to find me is through Instagram. Um, My username is at Maggie Manifest. And DM me over there. Let's connect. I do have some spots open for private coaching. And my Manifest Action membership has just launched. I'm so excited to get to work with you and like build a community more. And of course, Sam, like you and I are going to continue to stay in touch and have these manifestation conversations. Um, I'm just so excited. And thank you for having me. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so happy that the universe brought us together. Thank you so, so, so much from the bottom of my heart. Bye guys. Bye everyone.